Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Leo, welcome to Leo season. I'm so glad you're here. Happy birthday. If it's your birthday, happy new solar year to you, Leo Risings. This is a very potent, powerful Leo season. There is a lot that is happening. And your chart is uh, in the, the threshold of some pretty momentous change. And momentous implies momentum. There have been um, pretty significant cycles of growth that have led you to this moment. So one cycle I want to invite you to reflect back on is a cycle you've been in since 2008. Um, when you think back to 2008 and how you have evolved from that year until the current year, um, I really want to invite you to think about the ways that you have been in process with your own activities and efforts and how you get your life to work in the ways that you want it to work. For plenty of people, this has a lot to do with your job, your employment, your occupation, vocation, etc. Um, and for a lot of folks, this also has a lot to do with your well-being. And when I say well-being, I am really talking about holistic well-being. I'm talking about mind, heart, body, spirit, soul, psychology, relationships. I'm also talking about environment. None of us can truly be well until our environment is well. None of us can really be well until uh, our, our family of kin, the other living beings on this planet are well. So in the ways that you have been, I'm going to say struggling, um, since 2008, and then in the word struggle, I also want to imply process. I want to, I want to uh, point towards the necessity of the struggle. I want to say that this has been a valiant struggle. This has been a worthwhile struggle. You've been trying to work something out since 2008. And it has had a lot to do with who you are personally, your capacity your sense of agency, your sense of well-being, the choices that you make and how you apply your effort, intention, and energy. But it also has, in some ways, probably revealed to you the futility of efforting only for yourself and the need to be in service to something larger and something greater, uh, in large part, because without that larger, greater uh thing that you are in service to, um, you, you don't have anything. It's like, like you're trying to do something for yourself, but you're realizing that there is no self, right? And that all notions of self are completely entangled with literally everything. And over the last 15 years, you've been in some kind of process around this, and it feels like many of you have been 
um, really in some deep conversations in your own life and maybe also in your communities. And again, there's a lot of themes here around work, vocation, labor, the ways you're working, the ways you're laboring, etc. that have you kind of trying to work something out about how to be response-able in the world uh, to yourself and also to others and to the larger, to the larger field, the larger whole. Since 2011, if you think back to 2011, you have been in a concurrent process that is about the emotional, psychological subtext of what I was just talking about. So whatever you've been trying to figure out or work out, how to make your life work, how to make it function, a lot of uh, Leo's um, have had to contend with failure, with imperfection, with insecurity. They've been major, major themes. On the other side of that, or not the other side, deeper than that, like deeper than what we might kind of see in the external landscape of your day-to-day life, we have your inner world and the world that is also so deeply inside of you that sometimes you don't even see it. So here we're feeling into your psychology and the interconnections uh, inside of your psychology that are relational. If you've been trying to figure out how to make your life function, I bet you've had to figure out how to be in relationship with another person somewhere, sometime, for something. And navigating the subtext of the relationship has been important for you. You have been in some kind of process here. A lot of Leos have been sensitizing and learning to attune differently. A lot of Leos have been opening up their um, spiritual and psychic and empathic uh, connections. And in some very deep ways, you are really understanding that as you change yourself, the world around you changes. Now, to go back to this concept of wellness, none of us can truly be well until the world is well. And so we can do all kinds of self-work and self-growth, and it will not make the world be well, unfortunately. You know, it just, it unfortunately just won't. We can't control the rest of the world. But when you make yourself uh, well in the ways that you can, and this could include all kinds of things, Anywhere from uh, learning to feed yourself in in nourishing ways um, that you maybe weren't able to feed yourself for whatever reason before, uh, to practicing boundaries, to taking care of the environment around you or something like that. There are so many ways that we might practice wellness. But in all of this, there is the psychological component of what you're doing and there is the energetic component and there is the spiritual component and there is the relational component. And so as you've been undertaking whatever efforts you've been undertaking, you've necessarily had to work in this other landscape of psychology and interconnection. I hope that tracks. And so when we come into Leo season, we are entering a season that is precipitated by a very momentous shift. Um, The last week of cancer season leading into Leo season, uh, the cancer new moon on um, July 17th was really, really powerful. 
it initiated a very significant new phase of energy in your chart. It feels like there are a lot of things now that want to move forward and propel forward. And so as we move into Leo season, there's a huge amount of um, emphasis on the processes that you have been in now coming to a, a point of coherence. And you'll be cohering, right, <laughs> coming into cohesion the rest of your life. And so this point of coherence is not a final point, but something is gelling as we move into Leo season. And there is a kind of, oh, that is what's important to me. This is how I want and need to be. This is how I am now, right? I, this is how I am now. This is how I need to be now. There's a very distinct feeling in your chart that you have changed and that you have changed as an outcome to a very significant period of effort. And you have changed also as an outcome of the psychology of interrelationship as it is uh, manifesting for you in this moment. And as we enter into Leo season, there is an opportunity for you to change your course in some way. And it might not, change might not actually be the appropriate word. Uh, direct your course in some way. Set your sights on something because I don't actually feel that some of you are not actually changing your course. You are getting an acceleration of momentum. You are getting an opportunity opening that now it's like, here's an alignment, go in this direction. And over the course of the next month and a half or so into early September, you can, you can be guaranteed that you will be in a review of all that you have processed, okay, in the last 15 uh, years or so. You can guarantee that all the skills and the process and the experiences that have shaped you in the last 15 years are now bearing fruit in some way. And the question is, how are you going to be? Who are you going to be? How are you going to show up in this moment? Are you going to show up with what you have learned? If so, excellent. It won't be easy the entire time, but it feels like something is pointing you in a new direction. And this direction is asking you to really look at yourself, meditate on who you know yourself to be, and what you most deeply want for your own well-being. And again, think about your well-being holistically. Remember that wellness absolutely includes relationships in all direction. It absolutely includes your environment. And it absolutely includes your heart and your joy. Something is calling you. Some new direction. And that is the theme of Leo season. Who have you become? Who are you becoming? And how do you want to realize yourself in the shape of this new identity now?
In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast, and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the sun's days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience, and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the cardinal angles. The cardinal angles include your ascendant as well as your descendant, zenith, and nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influenced the expression of your chart and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, but I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success, and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. All right, so this all sounds in some ways perhaps very magical. You know, there is a process, 
a lot of stuff is going on, you are really opening up into a very significant new chapter in your life. And this has material and practical consequences. And this is another of the very big themes in Leo season in 2023. What are the material and the practical considerations? So first and foremost, um, this question of who are you becoming is practical and material. And I want to say that it is important for you now to invest in what you're trying to build. And that might mean your time, your attention, your money, uh, other kinds of resources. Now is the time when you can expand something, when you can take a risk, you have doors that are opening for you. Um, there might be unexpected opportunities. There might be weird hacks that you never even imagined. It is definitely a time to innovate and experiment. I wanted to emphasize that your innovations and experimentations are probably collaborative. And in the collaboration, um, again, I want to reference back to this sense of well-being as relational. And I really want to encourage you as a Leo-identified person, as a fire person, right? Fiery people can be very intuitive. They can be very optimistic. Uh, Leo is the cheerleader of the Zodiac. You can get all kinds of people on board for all kinds of things. I really want to encourage you right now to think about the relational aspects of what you are doing and how diversity of opinion and perspective uh, produce unexpected results. So if we're trying to collaborate with somebody or other people who think exactly the same way that we do, we might have a very efficient and streamlined process, but ultimately it might actually not be that creative. Um, friction brings creativity. Conflict can bring creativity. Difference of opinions and difference of perspectives bring creativity. When you look at the creative generative nature of the planet Earth, um, it's biodiversity that you're looking at, right? Like things are different and that's important. It's important for all to flourish. And there's something in your charts right now about you being willing to really be yourself and bring yourself and not shy away from sometimes being a weirdo, you know, Leo, as, as can the fellow fire signs, you know, Leo can sometimes be a little cringe. I say that with total love and, um, compassion and also a very real lived experience of being a Leo myself. You know, it's like, we can be a little cringe sometimes. Sometimes Leos can be extra. We want to lead with our hearts. It's like, oh my God, everything is here. We can get really excited about stuff. And when it comes to the cringe factor of sincerity and enthusiasm and love, um, you know, jadedness and skepticism is very in fashion. It's very trendy. And I want to say that, you know, you and we can um, ignore the trend. Leo as an energy needs to give with its full heart. And there's something in your charts right now that is about you having the courage and the love for yourself that you understand that your wellness, that your personal wellness, while it is also relational, 
It also completely relies on you listening to and being honest with your heart. And for Leo, joy and happiness is always a consideration. What brings you joy? What makes you smile? What turns your light on? That is ultimately the gift for, for you in this life to be giving, and it is the gift for others to be receiving. And in giving that gift, right, of course, it's like you got to <laughs> tune in, be empathic, be sensitive. Not It's not always the moment, right, to be a cheerleader. It's like sometimes you got to sit back, listen. Um, there's also the application of your energy. There's your capacity. There's your boundaries. There's this thing about functionality in day-to-day -day life. But with those two aspects that I already talked about integrated, there's an opportunity right now for you to really, I'm going to say, bring yourself forward with pride. Who uh, do you know yourself to be genuinely in your heart? When you bring this forward, there is abundance. That doesn't mean it happens immediately. It doesn't mean it's not without conflict or necessary process or agitation. But it absolutely requires your heart fullness, whatever it is that you're trying to build. And this is the time to invest yourself. This is the time to bring yourself. If there are collaborations, if there are relationships, if there are new ways of uh, putting yourself out for whatever your projects are, now is the time. And you have to call upon everything that you have cultivated um, in this last 15 years so that you can apply yourself with dignity, with wisdom, with good judgment, and also with a kind of liberation, right? Because you uh, really want to be seated and centered in your own heart, not trying to please other people because you're feeling neurotic, right? It's like you're tuned. You can feel what's going on in the relationship field. And from that place, you, you make a discerning choice around, okay, I can give this much. I need to hold this much back. I want to contain here. I want to express there. And in the moments where maybe, you know, you falter a little bit, you feel a little fumbly, oh, well, you know, you, you have to um, believe in your biggest vision, right? And include yourself in it. This is a period of time to invest. It's a period of time to give what you have to give. And for a lot of you, there are very practical resources right now that you are mobilizing in some new directions. And so I'm including your body, I'm including your time, your attention, your well-being. I'm also including all of your material resources. Not all of them maybe at once, but think about, you know, for you, what do you have access to? Clearly, one resource is money, and there's a lot that's going on in the part of your chart that has to do with money and finances and possessions right now. And part of what's going on is what feels like an, a reallocation of resources in uh, intentional directionality with your growth and, and how you want to grow. And I really want to encourage discernment and some kind of pacing with your process, I want to say that you have at least until end of August um, to, to be in some kind of process, but I think you potentially have longer than that, maybe until the end of September or beginning of October, um, to do whatever 
uh, right now it feels like prelim preliminary reallocation needs to happen. And then there's a bigger sense of where do your resources go and what are you trying to grow that I think you're really in a question with until the end of the year. And then something uh, is ready to move forward next year. But the next couple of months, you are best served by really asking into yourself the question, what can you afford? And I mean that any way that it is applicable. Okay, what can you afford? How much of your time, how much of your energy, how much of your money, how much of your good faith, how much of your compassion, how much of your will? And understand the difference between necessity and desire. At some points, necessity is what you are going to have to choose. But as much as possible, you want to be uh, reallocating in the direction of desire. And so what I mean by this is don't do things you don't want to do unless you absolutely have to do them. And if you have to do them, then try and work out your resources right now and make agreements around uh, how you will be and what you will give and how you're going to work um, that have some kind of consideration for a process that you might need right? This is really a time for you to advocate. Uh, this is a time for you to refine. This is a time for you to get clear. This is a time for you to be innovating and experimental and look for uncommon solutions. It's a time when probably a lot of you are working with other people and you're trying to figure out arrangements and negotiations between people and inside of relationships. And so the, the message here is to really try and move in the direction of what you can very clear-heartedly say yes to and know in your own capacity that you are committed um, and not be, be setting yourself up for resentment or depletion or, you know, some kind of overextension um, or, you know, lack of opportunity because you're holding yourself back. So it's about finding that truly middle balance. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements. Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. 
Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about timing. The first week of Leo season from the 22nd through the 29th, there is a lot going on. And I think probably most people in this first week of Leo season are best served um, by not trying to assert a lot of force, but being observant, being patient, and allowing what is happening to happen, to shift, uh, and practicing goodwill. And this is especially important for you during this time. In this first week of Leo season, I really cannot encourage you enough to um, every single day offer gratitude that you get to be here another day learning the wacky bonkers lessons of being alive in your human body meat suit. Um, in, In whatever ways you can offer gratitude, offer gratitude. And in whatever ways you align yourself with the compass of your uh, deepest intent and the intent for the greatest well-being for all, really meditate on that every single day. Just two or three intentional minutes of focusing in the morning after you get up, before you start to do other things is really helpful. If you have a couple of minutes while you're you know, waiting for your toast to pop up out of the toaster, connect with your heart, right? Give gratitude. This first week of Leo season, a lot is shifting. Your life direction, many of you, is uh, shifting right now. And I I mentioned a couple minutes ago, a kind of um, orientation of your energy that is opening up some new possibilities and pathways. And this first week of Leo season, it feels like a lot of, um, of this is coming in. And so be in your heart. You don't need to rush. There is no need for you to be urgent right now. There is a lot of need for you to take what's coming in in stride, to practice self-care, to practice relational attunement and empathy, and to very, very deeply commit yourself to love, to self-love, and to the truth of your uh, biggest heart. As we get into August, we are getting into a period of time in which the kind of shifting uh, qualities of the past two weeks are now becoming a little bit more concrete. And so details are starting to clarify during this time, but nothing is settled. And I want to be really clear here that, and I said this a moment ago, you are in a process of of reorganizing and shuffling and resorting, especially around your resources, your finances, your capacity, your actual contributions, your wellness, your commitments, etc. You have to give yourself a good chunk of time. At least, at least uh, give yourself until, I'm going to say, September 15th. at least give yourself until September 15th to like feel like you have a clue about what's going on. Okay. And then it's going to take longer than that, a little bit till the end of the year until like everything actually settles enough for you to, I think, start to feel like steady in whatever is changing. But 
as we move into August, there's a lot of details coming up that need to be sorted out. And so during this time, the details get sorted out in the best possible ways when you are showing up with your heart, when you are believing in yourself and your biggest vision, and when you are uh, arriving to all relationships and circumstances with humility, with a desire to serve, um, with a knowing and holding of your own place um, in things, whatever you're dealing with, um, and with commitment to the process. You know, things take their time and you really want to invest in something right now. And so it serves you to be steady in your affect and your countenance, to not rush, to not be over eager or urgent or like really, really attached or gripped. This is a period of time in which you want to give things the space that they need to get messy and big and wild and weird for a while and trust that uh, everything is going to find its new arrangements sometime soon. Now, on August 1st, there is a full moon in your opposite sign, Aquarius. So that means the sun is in Leo and the moon is in Aquarius and the Leo-Aquarius axis is lit up. This is amplifying the space of relationship and partnership for you. This is a full moon that, again, is asking you to bring your biggest vision. This is also a full moon that is urging you to clarify and refine uh, what it is that you are doing and what it is that you are trying to do. There is a lot of emphasis right now on intimacy and trust and uh, working with others and working from a place inside of yourself that has integrity and that is uh, attuned and empathic, but also, um, you know, self-knowing uh, in, in a way that doesn't uh, trap you in places of insecurity or obligation or something like that. So notice what's coming up in your partnerships and relationships around this time. Uh, don't be afraid to ask for more time. It feels like a lot of you are trying to get to new places with people or you are trying to uh, open something up and maybe there is a sense of uh, something calling you that then requires a shift in relationship or some kind of negotiation. But this is a full moon that is asking you to be with everything that is here and be thorough with it, which means pace yourself. And it means don't get fussed and anxious if you don't actually need to be fussed and anxious. You're in a process right now that's going to go through several ups and downs through the end of the year. There's a lot that needs to get sorted out. You don't need to rush. You do need to be careful. As we move from the full moon uh, through the fourth quarter square around the uh, kind of beginning of the second week of August, around the 8th and 9th, there's a um, kind of magnification of the call for you to really be in your heart and, and be in your truth and be in your love. And from the 8th or 9th uh, through the new moon on August 16th, this is resounding for you. And so during this time, I can't 
recommend enough that you wake up in the morning, that you focus on gratitude, that you feel into your capacity for love, and that you offer some kind of prayer to your life that you uh, will have so much to give gratitude for throughout your life. And you are really asking for the highest good for all involved, including yourself, right? And, and try and feel into the energy that you want in your life right now, especially the energy that you want for your own personal sense of purpose and that you want in your relationships and try and center that feeling in your heart in the week that leads up to the Leo new moon. The Leo new moon on August 16th is a very powerful new moon for you. This is a new moon that wants to call you into new levels of love and relationship. This is a new moon that wants to call you into new relationships with resource and abundance and your capacity uh, to manifest and to realize um, what you want to manifest and realize in the world. What you want to manifest and realize in the world is wellness for yourself and for all beings. And how you realize that, I don't know. It could be because you are a comedian and you're telling jokes and you're people getting people to laugh. It could be that you are an engineer and you're coming up with solutions. I don't know what it is for you, but there is something around this new moon that is asking you to commit to your vision. And my desire for you is that by this point in Leo season, you really feel what your vision is and you feel it because you've been waking up every single morning and meditating on it. And the last uh, couple days, almost a week of Leo season, um, you, you are moving with some momentum. You are moving towards uh, a very significant shift, as I mentioned, and there is still a lot to figure out. And Virgo season is going to emphasize those details for you. Oh my gosh, Leo, this is a big time for you. This is probably the most important period of 2023. Uh, if you haven't yet listened to your year ahead reading for 2023. I want to uh, take a moment to let you know about it. You can find them at embodiedastrology.com. They're two-hour readings and big PDFs that you can get that give you my interpretation of the overview of astrological energy this year, the major themes, opportunities, and challenges. As I just said, I think this is the most important phase of the year for you. There's a lot that's happening right now that is very exciting. I'm excited for you. I really want you to realize your heart's desire. Um, the 2023 readings are discounted now by 50%, and you can find them on the website. Leo, happy birthday. I'm wishing you all the best in Leo season and beyond. Bye for now.